Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends and product releases with special guest interviews from the names behind the hottest Korean brands, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty addict and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Hi, KBs, and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show. I'm Lauren Lee, and I'm excited to have you here with me again today as we continue to explore all things K-beauty. So today we are talking K-beauty for dry skin. We're going to explore why skin becomes dry, how to tell if yours is, and the K-beauty products for dry skin to look out for. If this is your first time listening to the Korean Beauty Show, then welcome. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, and I've spent the last 10 years living and breathing all things K-beauty. I'm now based in Seoul in South Korea, and I can't wait to share all the things that I've learned living and working in the industry with you. Today's podcast is brought to you by Style Story for your dose of all things K-beauty. Want to shop the hottest K-beauty products? Head over to www.stylestory.com.au. So to kick off today, I want to share with you one of the reviews that has been left for me on Apple Podcasts. And this review is from Ella Says Yes. And she says, fresh take on K-beauty. So good to hear K-beauty talked about in such an accessible way. I'm so relieved to hear that. I am trying to, I guess, come up with themes and content that you guys will, I guess, uh, relate to and that will explain things to you and break it down in a simple way. So I am so grateful for your comment. Thank you very much. And guys, don't forget to leave your review as well and your comments. That is super helpful for me. And it also helps the podcast to get found by other people as well. So I would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave me a quick comment as well. All right, now to jump into today's topic, dry skin. This is, I've pretty much got a PhD in dry skin. My skin is so dry and it is not helped by living in a country that has a really, really long dry winter either. So how does skin become dry? So dry skin can strike for a number of reasons. Some people have naturally dry skin, but for other people, it can develop as a result of external factors. So things like, for example, medication, particularly, I know a lot of anti-acne medications like Retin-A and Roaccutane. Oh my God, they wreak havoc on the skin. Like if you've never had dry skin in your life and you're taking that medication, all of a sudden it's flaking off your face. So that can be a really big cause of dry skin. Things like seasonal changes, obviously winter. So we're about to head into winter in Australia, I know. So this might be um, a good podcast for you to listen to if your skin is not normally dry, but it might be heading into a slightly drier territory than usual. Other things can be hormonal changes, 
A really common one is washing your skin with hard water or hot water. So I don't know about you guys, but I am, I've seen a meme that is basically like a skeleton getting out of the shower after taking such a hot shower. Like that is me. I love hot showers. That is literally what I live for. Um, So if you're like me, then it can be really tempting to wash your face with the same hot water. But Definitely, I think, yeah, it's probably better to turn the temperature down a little bit for your face. Taking hot baths can also make your skin dry out. I think we all know that. I think we've all come out with a bad case of like dry skin and prune hands from being in a hot bath for too long. Uh, And obviously things like air con and heating in winter. Now, another less common culprit that many people might not realize is aging. So our skin actually becomes drier as we age. So if you already have super oily skin, that's probably good news for you because when you start to age, it becomes less oily and sort of dries out over time. If you've already got dry skin to start with, yeah, like we we need all the hydration we can get. So the other thing I would touch on just briefly before we get into the nuts and bolts of today's episode is the difference between dry skin and dehydrated skin. So there are a lot of people that have dry skin, but there are plenty more that probably just have dehydrated skin. And there's a difference in those two things in that dehydrated skin lacks water, whereas dry skin lacks oil. So skin that is dull or rough in appearance and tight, even when it's properly moisturized, is dehydrated, most likely. If you have skin that is literally flaking off your face and feels rough and dry when you touch it, that is a sign of dryness. So you can, I guess, start to look at, you know, the products you're using and the impact they're having on your skin if you're not quite sure which one you are. But just to note that there is a difference between those two skin types, which means there is a difference in the way we treat them because obviously dry skin needs oils added to it, whereas dehydrated skin needs water added to it. So that's just a little point to take into consideration. Now, there are so many great K-beauty techniques that I have found that really, really, really help with my dry skin. So I would love to share a couple of those with you. Now, the first one is layering your skincare products. We've spoken about this before. It's one of the key differences between K-Beauty and Western Beauty. And dry skin is perfect for layering up your skincare products. So you can soothe and hydrate your skin basically at every step of your routine, from your toner to your essence, your serums, you know, you can do multiple if you like, and then sealing it off with a nice occlusive moisturizing barrier to to keep all of the hydration into your skin. And you can even throw in um, a sleeping mask at the end if you like. That way you'll be, your skin will be basically like a little cocoon, just basting in hydration overnight while you sleep. That is my preferred method for layering products for my dry skin. The other great one is obviously oils. So dry skin drinks up oil-based products because they penetrate really deep into the skin and also allow it to breathe. So that's another good thing to add into your routine if you're not already using one, something like an oil-based serum. I know Revectin has a nice one, um, Aqua Activating Serum, that's an oil-based serum. So you'll find that one on the Style Story website at the moment, but there are plenty of other products like that as well. So the third tip that I have for you guys 
is not to skip out on your toner. So I know that traditionally Western toners were often quite astringent and drying because they were full of alcohol, but Korean toners generally tend not to be, and they're actually quite hydrating. And a lot of them also skip out on irritants as well. So there are plenty of K-Beauty toners on the market that don't have any fragrance, don't have any alcohol. So they're just like a hydration hit. Some that you might like to try out include Laneige's Cream Skin Refiner. That's a beautiful product for dry skin. Uh, and just basically anything that has hyaluronic acid in it, that's gonna be a great option as well. So other tips that I can give you guys. Regular sheet masking can help with dry skin, particularly in winter. If that is not an attractive prospect to have a cold, wet sheet on your face in winter, I understand. Uh, so I, maybe one of my other tips will be more appealing to you guys. I know for me, sometimes in winter, if it's a really cold night, I do struggle to have a sheet mask on my face, but sheet masks are a really great occlusive barrier for the skin. So they're a great way of, of trapping all the hydration and moisture in the skin, which is exactly what we want. Now, the only caution I have with sheet masks is this. Don't be tempted to leave it on for a really long time because what can happen is if the sheet mask actually dries out on your face, it can actually start drawing moisture away from your skin and back onto the mask, which kind of defeats the purpose. So as soon as the sheet goes dry, that's the appropriate time to take it off. So don't be tempted to, like I've heard some people say that they sleep overnight with their sheet mask on. Firstly, what? Like That sounds really hard. And secondly, don't do that. <laughs> that's not a great idea. So, you know, if you are, you know, if you attempted to sleep in the overnight with your sheet mask, which, you know, gosh, I don't know about you guys, but I toss and turn like a, like a, a salmon in my sleep. So <laughs> that wouldn't work very well for me, but that's not a great idea anyway. So you just take the mask off when the sheet goes dry. That's probably the best way to do it. The other thing is obviously occlusives. So occlusives are things that trap moisture within the skin. And this is a great thing for your final layer of skincare. So that's what you wanna be using last thing at night when you're, um, before you go to bed with dry skin. So my, one of my favorite, favorite moisturizers at the moment is Applebee's Derma Daily Repair Cream. I, it is, just has the most beautifully buttery soft texture and it melts into your skin. So that's one of my favorites at the moment for dry skin. Another thing is when you have dry skin, often your lips will dry out. So my next tip is in relation to dry lips. And I think some of you might guess what I'm going to suggest for this layer. And that is of course a K-Beauty lip sleeping mask. K-Beauty has some great lip sleeping masks out at the moment. Obviously the, the one that most people will be familiar with is Laneige's lip sleeping mask. That was the product that really kickstarted this category. So that is one option. Another option is Clavu. I can't remember the exact name, but it will be in today's show notes. So if, if you want to check what any of the products are that I've mentioned, they will all be in today's show notes, as will all of my, my steps and tips. So don't worry about writing them down. There's no need. So Clavu, can't remember the full name, something, something lip sleeping mask. That's another good one to look out for as well. Those formulas are slightly different, but they are both geared towards 
keeping the hydration and moisture in your lips. I personally, this is how dry my skin is. I actually carry around a Laneige lip sleeping mask mini that I got given on a plane and I use it as a lip gloss all day. So I know it's supposed to be used overnight, but like uh, my, my lips love it. I, I really love it. So I often just use that as my, as my lip gloss instead of an actual lip gloss. The other thing that you can do is make sure that your makeup products aren't undoing the good work that you have done by putting in extra hydration to your skin. So there are lots and lots of really, really beautiful Korean BB creams that um, have things like sodium hyaluronate and also its cousin hyaluronic acid in them. So something like Mish's M Perfect Cover BB Cream would be great. And that just makes sure that your makeup is doing some heavy lifting as well so that your skincare doesn't need to do all the work. And also that you're not using a really drying formula that's going to be on your face all day. That's obviously not ideal either. So I'll just quickly recap on those tips. So so layering is my first one then oils don't be scared to use oils that's exactly what dry skin needs don't skip out on your toner just find a really nice richly um, a, a formula that's packed with lots of rich humectants like hyaluronic acid then my next tips were for an occlusive barrier on your skin right last thing at night before you sleep for dry lips, something like a lip sleeping mask, and then obviously regular sheet masking can help, and a multitasking BB cream or a, um, a makeup formula that's not gonna dry you out during the day. So they're my top tips there. Now, in terms of the ingredients that you might like to look out for for dry skin, I'm going to run you through a couple of my favorites that are in a lot of K-Beauty products. We spoke last week about ceramides and these are obviously ideal for dry skin and also for aging skin or skin that's starting to dry out as it's aging. So ceramides are our skin's natural protection barrier and they're great for barrier repair and they're just a great addition to a dry skin routine. So Dr. Jart's Ceramide and line, I think I spoke about that with you guys last week as well. That is a great line to add to your skin in winter. If you don't have 100% dry skin, but your skin dries out a bit more in winter, another thing you might like to do is add a ceramide pro product at some step in your routine. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a really thick, rich ceramide cream, but it could just be, say, a ceramide-based toner or something like that, just to give you that little bit of extra hydration in one of the layers of your skincare routine. So that's a I guess just a cheat step. If you're if you're not a hundred percent dry or really dry, just try and add it somewhere into your routine. It doesn't need to be a really thick, gloopy formulation. Uh, my other favorite ingredient that I love, that I have been loving for so long, is propolis. So propolis is basically bee glue. It's the resinous substance that bees leave as they, I guess, you know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm trying to think for what the technical term would be, but not being a beekeeper, I'm not quite sure. Suffice to say that when the bees go around and pick up their pollen, I guess, um, at propolis is the, the the really sort of sticky stuff left over. So that's what we're talking about here, um, and it is great for so many different reasons, including that it is a great moisturising ingredient. 
ingredient rather it also helps to fight against inflammatory skin conditions aging skin it stimulates cell renewal collagen elastin all things that are good like there's nothing bad with propolis except if you're vegan it's not um going to be a suitable ingredient for you because coming from a bee from the work of the bee that's obviously not a vegan ingredient but if you're not vegan this is a great ingredient to look out for some really popular propolis products that you might want to have a look at include tosuung's propolis sparkle ample so if you follow style story on instagram you will probably have seen me at some point or other rabbit on about this product because i love it it won one of style story's best of k-beauty awards last year it was I would say the propolis product that kickstarted the K-Beauty obsession with propolis uh, quite a few years ago now. So that is a great one to look out for. It has, I believe, 80% of propolis in it, which is crazy. So that's a great one. They also have an essence in the line and they also have a sleeping mask as well. So if you want to sort of dive into propolis for winter, there's some products to look out for. And the sleeping mask version is going to be fine for combination and oily skin types as well. It's quite a light formulation. So definitely check those out if you are wanting to dip your toe in propolis and then obviously similarly to propolis there is honey honey is jam-packed full of lots of vitamins amino acids it's great for dry skin it's a humectant which means that it attracts and binds water to the skin which is obviously a great thing so beauty of joson has honey in quite a few of its products including its dynasty cream and their revitalized sleeping mask so there's some that you might want to check out uh, and another ingredient obviously that is great for dry skin is hyaluronic acid so this is definitely not unique to k-beauty hyaluronic acid is super super popular in western beauty as well so why it's so popular is because it is an ingredient that can actually retain over a thousand times its own weight with in water within like the cells of the skin which I don't really know how that works but that is crazy and it means that that's definitely an ingredient that we want in our routine so it's an excellent excellent moisturizer you will find it in honestly pretty much every k-beauty product but the concentration and the the i guess percentage that you will find will vary from product to product mizan has hyaluronic acid 100 100 which is a product that you might want to have a look at but honestly i rarely see a k-beauty product ingredient list that doesn't have hyaluronic acid somewhere down the line so you probably will have it in your products even if you're not looking out for it so there are a couple of my favorite ingredients for dry skin so ceramides propolis extract honey and hyaluronic acid i mean there are plenty more so we might have to do an updated dry skin um you know podcast later down the line but just for now they're the ones that i'm going to recommend to you guys so as things start to get a little bit chilly for you in australia enjoy that because i just lived through nine months of winter over here so i'm going into summer and i couldn't be more ready for it i'm so excited to feel the warmth of the sun on my shoulders once more but if you guys are going into winter 
like everyone in Australia is, then my commiserations to you. And hopefully some of these tips or some of these ingredients will help keep you nice and hydrated throughout these winter months. And at least, you know, it's not going to go for too long. So before you know it, it will be over. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and let me know what you think. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you've made it this far, hopefully that means you've liked it. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. Don't forget to leave me a rating and a review while you're there. And if you want to say hi, head on over to Instagram at lauren.kbeauty and leave me a DM. Until next time.